Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cleveland Cavalier fans, thank you for joining us for another episode of the That's Rather Cavalier podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your boy Tate, a.k.a. Tate Boy Fresh, coming at you solo tonight for the Cavs postgame 114-105 win over the Washington Wizards here in the District of Columbia. And on this episode, we'll... uh, just talk about the win real briefly. The Cavs have ended their two-game losing streak post-game, post-All-Star break. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was back today. Didn't do much. We'll get about that. Actually, this win was fueled by the bigs, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. But we'll get on to all of that. We'll hear from a few of the players, their post-game pressers. Uh, we're from Karis LeVert, George Niang, Evan Mobley. And we'll hear from Coach J.B. Bickerstaff regarding tonight's win and what needs to be going moving forward as the Cavs play the Dallas Mavericks on Tuesday. We'll talk about that, and we'll get into it all. But for now, this night, we're going to celebrate a Cavs W. Back in the win column, 
Cavs are now 37 and 19, still second place in the East. So let's celebrate it, then talk about it, then get out of here on That's Rather Cavalier Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back on the That's Rather Rather Cavalier podcast. Welcome back to you all once again. Thank you for listening to us wherever you get your audio podcasts, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your audio podcasts. We appreciate you downloading the podcast, supporting the That's Rather Cavalier podcast as we attempt to bring you great Cavaliers podcast content. Uh, Gearing up for a postseason coming in April. Hopefully, we'll be talking playoff podcasts longer than we were last year with the uh, four to one loss in the first round to the New York Knicks. But that's all in the future. Let's get to why we're here tonight, and that's the Cavs' 114 105 win over the Washington Wizards. So let's look at it. The Cavs had been on a two game losing streak, had lost to Orlando, and they lost to Orlando and they just lost to Philly. Philly, yeah. So get back on the on, on the on the winning side of things tonight. Uh let's look at the go over the stats real quick. Uh Jared Allen had a nice monster game. 22 points, 12 rebounds, five assists on 11 of 18 from the field. Uh he had one block. The other leader, the other big. 29 minutes, Evan Mobley scored 21 points, six rebounds, one assist, nine of 11 from the field. So collectively, the Cavs' bigs were 20 of 29 from the field. Uh, Evan Mobley had one steal and five blocks. Evan Mobley had his own block party. The Cavs had six six total blocks. Evan Mobley had five of them. Uh, The round the starting lineup, Donovan Mitchell back, first game back since All-Star break. Had 16 points, four rebounds, and five assists. He was 4-10 from the field, didn't take many shots. He was 50% from three-point range. He was 3-6 and 5-5 from the free throw line. Darius Garland, 17 points, two rebounds, seven assists. He was 2-3. I'm sorry, 3-9 of nine from three, 2-2 two two from, the, from the free throw line. 6-15 from the field as a whole. Max Struess. 
three points, three rebounds, five assists, only took three shots, uh, hit three or four free throws. All his points were off free throws. Uh, Isaac Okoro only played 19 minutes tonight. He has seven points, one rebound, and three assists. He was one of four from three-point range. The big game, big contributor off the bench was Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert almost had a triple-double coming off the Cavaliers bench. 18 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists, uh, and was one of three from three-point range. He played a great game. Uh, he had one more assist, led to cast an assist, one more assist in Donovan Mitchell. George Niang did play 17 minutes, eight points, four rebounds. Uh, pretty much a total team effort from the Cavs. Held Washington to 105. That defense kind of locked up. And that's even with allowing Washington to, to go on a 14-0-1 run at the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Cavs would eventually turn that around. Washington took a 92-88 lead, I believe, during that during the time of that run that they went on. And the Cavs were able to stabilize and bring it back and ultimately end up winning the game by nine points. So those are the individual player stats. We'll be right back after a quick break, and we'll get into the team stats. Then we'll hear from the coach, J.B. Bickerstaff, and the players. So we got to have to have to hear a quick word from our partner, and we'll be right back after this. And we're back on the Best Rather Cavalier podcast. As we said, we came back from break. Let's get into the team stats real quick. Uh, we'll just give us a rundown. Field goal percentage, the Cavs shot 51% from the field to Washington's 44%. The Cavs shot 31% from three, going 10 and 32. The Wiz shot 30%, going 12 of 40. Uh, Cavalier shot 74% from the free throw line, 20 of 27. The Wizards shot 13 of 18 for 78%. Cavs had 10 turnovers to the Wizards, 9. Both teams kept a relatively low turnover rate. That was not too high for a four-quarter game. Cavs had 35 assists to the Wizards, 29. And again, that's 35 assists on 42 made field goals. Really good. Uh, rebounds, Cavs 47. Wizards 40. Six of those were offensive for the Cavs. We talked about the block party Evan Mobley had. Cavs had six blocks. Evan Mobley had five of them. Wizards had two blocks. Cavs had six steals to the Wizards, six steals. Uh, Cavs had 16 personal fouls to the Wizards, 22. And only one technical was called during this game. Just a quick rundown of the uh, box scores. So now we'll hear from the players, the coaches. Let's jump right into it, and let's uh, hear what George Niang had to say after this Cavs after this Cavs victory. To getting on the glass and then 
Kyrgios can score with the best of him, so the 14 points is is pretty seamless to him. But you know, it was huge in the effort, you know, for us to win this game because if we didn't have him out there moving the ball and crashing the glass, they'd probably get second opportunities, and we don't get kickout threes that he, you know, generated himself. Last game, there's a lot of talk about just kind of the ball was sticky, especially that first half. How much did you feel like there was an improvement this game? I think you guys had 35 assists on what 42 field goals. Yeah, you know, I think we did a good job of emphasizing that coming from the last game, and we did that. I think we missed some uh, some timely shots, whether if it was around the rim or or threes. Um, but I think you know if we continue to share the ball and get stops on defense, that's going to be our bread and butter moving forward. All right, coming up, you've got Dallas. What is the biggest thing you guys have to, I guess, lock in on before that game? Yeah, I mean, I think Cavs fans know who Kyrie Irving is, uh, you know, along with, you know, Luka Doncic. So those guys impose their own problems, you know, just themselves. But, you know, they're a really, really good team. They've done a good job of, you know, spreading the wealth over there and, and you know, shooting a ton of threes. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full with them. And hopefully we can implement our strategy and, and ways to slow them down and get a victory. Always appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you hear what George Niang had to say. As we talked about earlier in the podcast, Karis LeVert was huge, almost a triple-double, uh, two assists shy of a triple-double, played a really good game. And we'll get into it at the very end. Dallas Mavericks come to town, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, a formidable duo, Cavs have to reckon with. But, again, this is all about tonight. Now let's real quick hear from Karis LeVert, his post-game comments. We buckled down in the fourth quarter, got some much-needed stops. This was a team that was really hungry, really desperate for a win here at home. How did you feel that desperation from them throughout the game? How did you fight through it? Uh, we were desperate for a win as well. We lost two in a row. Uh, we felt like we didn't play our best basketball. Um, so we wanted to come out and kind of just right our roles. Did you kind of feel like that it was just you guys' desperation ended up winning out? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, that fourth quarter, we got every stop we needed. Um, got some good rebounds down the stretch. Uh, made some free throws at the end of the game. Ball movement, though, all around. 35 assists on 42 made field goals. Eight assists for you. What did you see there with, even when things were difficult out there, you guys were still moving ball? Yeah, that's going to be the key for us. You know, we got so many guys capable of scoring. Um, just moving the ball, making sure everyone's in rhythm is, is paramount for us. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, 22 and 21, a double-double for Jared. When your bigs are working like that, even when it's a tough night, are you guys hard to beat? Yeah, they dominated the paint. Um, that's what we need them to do. You know, they're, you know, two seven-foot monsters down there. Uh, we expect them to do that every night. And then for you individually, Karis, it feel good to get back in a rhythm here after the break? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, much needed for myself. I uh, just got to keep it going. Got to keep it going. Thanks, Karis. Appreciate it. Like we said, in Valley Sports Ohio, talking to Karis LeVert alluded to, the bigs dominate the game. Karis words, not mine. Even though I think I might say that at the beginning of the podcast, and the title of the podcast is Capital Takeover. So maybe we're alluding to that. But yeah, so again, 22 and 12 from Jared Allen, 21, 6, and 5 blocks from Evan Mobley. That is controlling the paint. They both shot a high percentage. If the Cavs can get the bigs to play like this on a regular, and not that they haven't been playing well, but play at this level on a regular, and then get the regular contributions that we get from Darius Garland and Evan Mobley, that we didn't really get tonight, but we got the W. I think the Cavs are going to be really, really tough out in the playoffs. So look out. Defense is where it's at. We'll hear from Evan Mobley, and he'll let you know that the defense is the most important thing for the Cavs to get where they want to be. 
Here's Evan Mobley. End of the game, uh, they went on their little run. Uh, Jordan Poole got hot. We had to lock in and uh, really uh, play some good defense and then uh, get out to the races and uh, make our offense easy. Both teams were desperate. They hadn't won here at home since December. Obviously, you guys looking for your first one since All-Star. Do you feel like your desperation just won out at the end of the day? Uh, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, we got the win. Uh, it wasn't the best game for us, but we got the win, and we got to uh, keep it going and uh, try to get more wins on top of that. Hey, a win is a win, and Karis Levert was a big contributor to that two assists shy of a triple double what did you make of how he was also distributing out there um he was doing great he was just making all the right plays um even on the defensive end defensive rebounding offensive rebounding uh scoring buckets for us and then also passing as well so he was all over the court and uh, really helped us during this game you seem to play well against this team is this a, a confident matchup for you uh yeah uh i don't know i like this arena um feel confident out here and uh yeah i feel like i play uh, pretty good at this arena all right dallas up next What's the biggest key to that one? Um, they got some good guys over there. We got to lock in, uh, listen to what the coaches have to say, and uh, um, just uh, play our game. I, I feel like our game is uh, good enough to beat anybody in this league, and uh, we just got to play our game. How much of that game is on the defensive end? Um, a lot of it. Uh, a lot of it is uh, on our defense. Me and Jay got to protect the paint, and then the guards just got to work around us and uh, play good defense on the perimeter. Evan, always appreciate you. Thanks for your time. Yep, no problem. Okay, so we heard from Evan Mobley. You heard at the very end of that tail end of his uh, post-game interview that uh, defense is critical. Defense is huge. The Cavs lean on defense and play like they've been playing on offense for the past two months. I think we'll be all right. But before we get ready to get out of here, we're going to go to break real quick, come back here from J.B. Bickerstaff and talk about the game on Tuesday night against the Dallas Mavericks. So we'll be right back after this. And we're back on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Again, here after a Cavs victory. In the district, Washington, D.C., the Cavs win 114-105. We've heard from George Niang, Karis LeVert, and Evan Mobley. Lastly, let's hear from Coach J.B. Bickerstaff. Then we'll come back on the other side of that and talk about the Mavericks-Cavaliers matchup on Tuesday night, and then we'll get out of here. Here's Coach J.B. Bickerstaff. Report, uh, the one at the end after they had tied it, and after the game was tied, but yeah, I thought we defended uh, well when we needed to. Um, you know, again, I thought we just need to be better. I don't think we played to our standard tonight. Um, I expected more fire from our group after, you know, losing two games in a row and then having an opportunity, <clears throat> excuse me, to play another one. Um, you know, we've got to get back to playing you know, with that spirit and the way we played before the break. Uh, we got some tough stretches coming up here, uh, but we've got to be better. I've got to do a better job of getting guys ready to play, uh, and our players got to do a better job as well. It just was a mindset thing. I thought we just came out of the gate, um, you know, looking at our opponent and not giving them the due respect. 
Um, they've got players, obviously, in Kuzma and Jordan Poole who are capable of carrying teams. Uh, and if you allow them to get a rhythm early, um, you know, they're going to put you in a dogfight. And I thought they did that tonight. I thought, you know, Kuz was fabulous. You know, we allowed him to get to his spot. Uh, didn't execute our game camp, game plan coverage, personnel coverage. Um, you know, and then obviously Jordan Poole got it going too. So um, we've got to be better. And that's on me um, to make sure we are. I thought he was good. I know it's, you know, it's tough when uh, you're out for a while, come back, and then you saw their game plan, <clears throat> excuse me, was to trap him and try to get the ball out of his hands. But I thought he did a great job of just facilitating and making the easy play uh, to help his teammates out when they put two on him. What's the biggest thing that you think you need to do now? Uh, I mean, it's a focus on our habits right now. Uh, defensively, you know, understanding personnel, uh, strengths and weaknesses, and forcing people to their weakness, executing our coverages, you know, being more physical, uh, all those things. I think we've got to continue to build those habits uh, to get us where we want to go eventually. You talked about the things that you didn't do well I mean, we've got a good team, and there's no doubt about it. Um, we got guys who, you know, do stick together. Uh, they play well for one another. Um, you know, and they want to win, so they'll do whatever it takes to go out and try to get the win. <laughs> hey, what's up, Chris? It, it seems like you were trying to match up um, Jared and Donovan for, for most of the game, and then Evan and Darius until Donovan picked up his fourth ball in the fourth quarter. Was, was that the plan going in, and what do you like about it? Uh, I mean, I think they, they just work well together. Um, you know, not that they can't all play, you know, in the same actions together, but, you know, I think also, you know, trying to keep two of those guys on the floor, um, you know, gives you an advantage in bringing a group against a backup unit, have two of your starters that can play against backups, uh, I think is an advantage for us. So, uh, again, just trying to find those combinations that we think work and then find the best lineups for us. How do you feel about <clears throat> Uh, we're working on it. And again, I think, you know, the first half will be different than the second half. Uh, you know, guys have earned an opportunity to play. So in the first half, I think it's a good thing for us because uh, we can limit guys' runs and limit their minutes, but give everybody an opportunity. And in the second half, you know, we can run guys a little bit longer, but they should be fresher because we didn't have to kill them in the first half. What can it do for somebody like Darius to, to have the game that he had, especially in the fourth quarter tonight? Uh, it's huge for him. Um, you know, he, he needed to see a few go in. Um, you know, obviously, there's just, you know, his spirit, you know, how he impacts the game, his confidence, uh, his belief, the way his teammates feel about him. So it was good for him, you know, to find his mark, especially late when the pressure was on. Thank you. So JB alludes to the Cavs needing to play better to get back to playing like they were. Uh, pre-All-Star break, before the All-Star weekend, um, you know, when they had won 9 out of 10, 18 out of 20. Get back to playing like that. Got some tests coming up. Dallas comes into town to Rocket Mortgage, Mortgage Arena on Tuesday. That game's at 7 p.m. You can check it out on Bally Sports Ohio. Uh, the Mavericks are currently 33-24. and 24. 
They lost the only game against the Cavs this season. Uh, they're seven and three in the last ten. The Cavs are seven and three in their last ten. As far as ranks, points per game, Dallas ranks seventh. Cleveland's defense ranks ranks fourth. Uh, Dallas is twenty second assists per game. The Cavs are tenth. Tenth. Blocks per game, about even, talking about the 24th team, the Mavs versus the 21st team. The Cavs are seventh in rebounds to Dallas being 24th. So matchups I'm looking forward to in this game. It's a coaching matchup between JB and Jason Kidd. Uh, I think the – the bigs will need to dominate again. We need another performance like we got tonight from Evan and J.A. The, the matchup I'm most intrigued by is, well, two. One, on the bigger scale, Luka Doncic, MVP candidate, probably top five right now, versus Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell has a big game against Dallas, against Luka. He can propel himself. I mean, the Cavs lost the two games he were out. He was just out post-All-Star break, so I think that's that's showing his importance to the Cavaliers and their winning. So he comes back and turns it up a notch against Luka and the Mavs. Uh, so that's a potential MVP battle matchup. I mean, they're both down, like I said, five or six probably in the Vegas odds, but still, nonetheless, a marquee matchup. Another matchup I'm intrigued by, Kyrie coming back to Cleveland. Darius Garland has kind of filled Kyrie's shoes since Kyrie's been gone. Similar play style. Uh, <clears throat> it was a time I thought Darius was probably a little better when he, you know, when they were the same age. Um, but Kyrie's a beast, man. He's gonna be coming home to Cleveland to show them, hey, this is what you're missing. So that meant the bigs dominating for Cleveland on the inside. Donovan getting the best of Luka and Darius getting the best of Kyrie. I think that's what we're looking at. So I'm kind of anxious to see that. That's Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Cavs again get to play one of the top Western Conference teams. I believe Dallas is like six in the East, in the West maybe. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll be back after that game too. Until next time, we're going to get out of here. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs.